0: Okay, here's my question though, yeah,
1: um, wow. So just asking questions without saying hi to Craig. I think that's very rude.
2: Hi, hey, Craig
0: Craig, you hi, can answer Craig. the question too. Is the concept of a chode? is that referring to
2: circumference or diameter? or it's a radius? combination of um I mean, it's What's more that? about like like the r- proportion of uh, length to.
3: I always thought that a chode was describing a thick penis, like
4: yeah, you know, I, I, like a this these Foster's cans. I always thought that a that like a chode, yeah, it's describing like wide but squat. That's kind of what I the the image. That comes yeah, from my up.
0: understanding is that the actual definition
2: is what is a penis that is wider than it is long. E- so that might I be mean, true. That might be the technical definition, but the way I hear it used is always. Like okay, well I don't culture. care about
0: how it's used. I want to know the technical <laughs> definition. Okay, okay.
4: Okay, okay. Welcome to Mal was a Mensch, the podcast where we allegedly
2: review beer. Did Mal um, have a chode? Do you think?
4: Mal might have had a chode. He may have. I hope Mal had a chode. Mal showed. had such big dick energy.
1: I hope Mal had a foster can dick.
4: Yeah. Um, well, I'm Nathan.
2: <laughs> uh I'm Elliot. I'm Cass.
4: I'm Mike. And I'm Abigail. And this week, we are uh, reviewing Fosters, um, the lager version of Fosters. As
1: we like to call it, presumably what Mal's dick looked like.
4: Yes, because these cans are fucking thick, okay? These, like, people always talk about tall boys,
2: but this is a fucking wide boy. This is a girthy boy.
1: It's a, a boy.
0: boy.
2: It's, a it's a chode boy. It's a chode boy. It's a chode. Damn it, that was better than my joke. Well,
0: that was why I brought it up. And it's why I wasn't sure, because it's not taller than it is wide diameter but it's certainly taller than it is wide
2: circumference It has to be the circumference, right? Because we are talking about, like, a tubular object.
4: I think it's got to be the circumference, too. This is actually a good time for some audience interaction. Um, Audience, uh, if you know or have heard of anybody who has a penis wider than it is long- please write to us, DM our Twitter account, and, um, you know, send we're really... Send us all of your chode pics in Twitter. <laughs> That's what we want. We definitely need to find, find this out.
0: Only if you send measurements
4: alongside. Yeah, we want, we want scientific entries. Okay, okay, wow. but I, there is something I want to say about Foster's before we drink mm. that I was ranting about before everybody showed up. So, I think that Foster's is really funny because everything about it, basically, is a lot um i'm gonna it, i'm gonna start cracking into this if yeah right. yeah you, wait wait no we gotta well, count no, no, down no, we together. gotta
1: count down we gotta drink ah, okay. it, heather <laughs> all right we'll do it now we'll do
2: it now three okay yeah two, let's uh, oh, no, we'll wait wait jesus okay, christ.
4: christ three two one go jesus dick
1: all right nathan go on
4: okay so um everything about it's alive. um it was started, so it always like, you know, the ads are always like, oh, Foster's, it's Australian for beer. And um, like, you know, it, it's presented as like this authentic Aussie thing, but it's not. It's not a local beer in any of the Australian states, territories, whatever. It was started by two people from New York, two Americans born, grew up in New York, who moved to Australia, right? It's not considered a local thing anywhere in Australia. The most popular beer in Australia is VB, Victoria Bitter, right?
1: Is it good? Have you had that? Well,
4: hold on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. I had it in New Zealand. Um, but here's the thing. Foster's is very popular, of course, way more popular than VB in the States. You probably can't find VB except at like a bottle shop in the States. But you can't find Foster's. So everybody thinks that Foster's is really popular. But the kicker is, is that VB is owned by the company that makes Foster's now. I don't think that was always the case, but Australia's actual most popular beer has been cucked by the fake American Australia beer. Celebrated worldwide. That's incredible.
1: You know, it's probably because VB isn't a chode beer.
4: Yeah, VB doesn't come in these fucking chode cans, I don't think. I, I've never seen that for anything other than Australia and Foster's.
1: I mean, it's like, you know, like President Johnson. When he was in, like, Mad, he would just lay his dick on the table, right? Wait, it's the what? same thing. What? <laughs> when President Johnson was, like, in an argument with people, he'd whip his dick out, because it was apparently yeah. huge.
4: Yeah, Lyndon B. Johnson would just whip it out to, like, <laughs> fucking shut people down.
1: And so fuck? like, it's it's the same thing. Like, what are you supposed to say when you come up against Foster's and it tells you it's taking over your company and it's the Australian beer and it's going to be the international brand? What are you supposed to say to this like Chode beer?
2: Yeah, I mean, no, I, I don't know. I'm not really that impressed by it, the the size of it. Wow. It's, it's kind of a gimmick. What if it's know? the
1: Lyndon B. Johnson of beers? I mean, Lyndon B. Johnson was a gimmick. So I, I, I'm going to call it the Lyndon B. Johnson of Oh uh,
4: Wait, how is he a gimmick? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyone who takes their dick out to win arguments is a gimmick. Not to mention, like, he had his whole new society shit that may or may not have worked, but probably didn't because he refused to stray far enough from capitalism. So I'm just saying, there's a lot yeah. of gimmicks about Lyndon B. Johnson.
2: Okay, that's, that's fair. True.
4: Yeah, I support you. Thank you. I support um, you.
2: Thank you, Queen.
4: I uh I because I'm really excited about this, I just wanted to get into this because apparently um Mike has a story for all of us. So I'm really oh, yes. excited about the Mike story time. Oh, am I gonna so... open up with this? Oh, yeah yeah. oh yeah. yeah. yeah, You know,
1: since you're cold, your Craig cucked your cold open. I I think this should be all you.
4: Exactly. Yeah. This is this is your new cold open, except it's like a mid open. <laughs>
3: Oh, trust me, I've had a lot of different ideas for cold open.
4: <laughs> well you should do uh, more then. We'll do right, one next fine. episode. But yeah. but this time it's story time. Okay. So uh so I used to work in a movie theater.
3: Uh little little backstory here. Uh usually it was from about twenty ten to the like the end of twenty sixteen. So I was there for a while.
4: It was a pretty baller AMC.
3: Well, it wasn't always an AMC was the thing, the the place, like, changed hands, like, it, it, no. Yeah, it started as a Regal, no, it started as a Stone Theater, then it switched to, like, a Regal for, like, a month, and then we were bought out by Rave, and then we were bought out by AMC, then Rave was bought out by AMC, and then AMC was bought out by some fucking
4: Chinese company, and then, <laughs> like. I, to be honest, I don't even remember the Rave era. <laughs>
2: I didn't look, even know that Rave was a thing that existed. I didn't um,
4: either,
1: but look, I've been there recently, and they have heated seats, and that's all I have to say about that. That's
2: true, they do. That is true. Uh, uh anyway, it's, yeah.
1: I, I
3: specifically remember the Rave era, because they wanted us to bring out the pop- They wanted to show that the popcorn was fresh when it was popped here, because we always brought it out in bags, because it, it's just okay. easier to transport. Mm-hmm.
4: I thought you were about to say they wanted to show that the popcorn was
3: popping. <laughs>
2: Oh my God! So they made us
3: like wheel it out in like garbage barrels, like half-sized garbage barrels. Just to show, oh yeah, these were all. This was all transported from the back in this barrel.
2: I that seems like it would make people think it was garbage,
3: right? <laughs> <laughs> that was like Wait. literally every person there. Like, why? Why are we making?
0: I thought they popped popcorn in the little glass cases.
3: Well, uh. The way we had it was that we had this, like, big kettle popper with, like, two giant things and one big trough that we would have to, like, move all the popcorn from the back where it was popped to the front where it was, like, kept in a little display
1: cabinet.
0: That sounds like something that I just want to go swim in.
1: Right? Uh... On that note, I would eat popcorn out of a trash can if it was provided. If they popped it and put it in a clean trash can, I would fucking eat that.
2: We know. Well, yeah, I'd eat it out of a clean trash can. So anyway,
1: uh, I I went to see a lot
2: of
3: movies over my course of working there because that was like the major perk. I was able to get in to see a movie by myself for free, and I was able to get two other extra people, usually Abby and Nathan just to see any random garbage. But for every, like, one movie I saw with them, I probably saw, like, two or three by myself. Just uh, just before and after shifts, because I was, like, already there, and I might as well see everything I can. So I had a routine because of this. I always kept a, like, messenger bag with a bottle of water and some food that I would always, like, sneak into, quote-unquote. hmm Wow. Breaking the rules.
1: <laughs> yeah Mike this is going to get you fired
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, and because uh, because I was always like ushering to like that's I was, like cleaning the theater before after every show I would always see like the last five minutes of a show so I would always leave a little bit early and I would always pick a spot to sit where I wouldn't be disturbing someone at the very end so I would always like pick specific spots uh, to see a movie right this is all this is all this will all come into play later. I promise. Uh So it's 2014 and it's opening night for uh, a pretty big movie. It was I remember it was specifically The Fault in Our Stars.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, John yeah, Green yeah, movie. I remember that. I remember that movie. I
0: never
3: saw yeah. it, though. I did see it <laughs> and it was okay.
2: <laughs> oh, it was
3: it was like, "ugh." I don't really care. Getting like the the, the main like th- thrust of the story is that getting cancer gets you laid, I guess. Jesus and also God. they make out in the Anne Frank
2: museum. Uh. uh, uh <laughs> I'm, um, uh, I'm
3: adding that
1: I'm adding that to my bucket list. I'm going to get cancer and make out in the Anne Frank museum. <laughs> Please, Please
3: don't. don't do that. Please don't. But it's it's very much like a chick flick. You have
0: so, to convert first. <laughs> And don't be one of those LARPers.
1: <laughs> hey, you think if I converted to Judaism, I'd LARP about it? No. I'd, no, I'd be all wouldn't. in. Anyways. I'm, I'm a big fan of Eastern Mediterranean religions. Go on.
3: <laughs> so I go through my routine. I get my free ticket to get in. I, uh, base, I'm base. i basically there right after a shift ended. So I basically had a lot of time to kill. So I go in to like get my seat and get comfortable. And I I think, hey, as I'm walking up, Let's let's play a game where it's like, I look over the I like scan the audience and I try to find any of the men that are in there and just see how much they look like they want to die. Uh, uh, out of the 230 people, by the way, there were five dudes 30. Yeah, I didn't know we could fit that many people in a theater. Oh, yeah, we could we could we could fit like almost 300 people in one of the larger theaters. This was oh. opening night, so we had one of the big, big ones. Uh, so yeah, I'm going up. One of the dudes is literally asleep, by the way. (laughs) Like, before the movie even starts, he's just, like, mouth open, head back. (sighs) Okay, King. And so, I'm just having fun. So I decide to take up my usual easy-to-find spot, because no one ever wants to sit here, even though it's a pretty good vantage. It's the very top back row in the very far corner.
0: Like, which corner? Like, the, the, the closest corner to the stairs, or the... Further one,
3: so there are stairs going up the aisle, and on the back row there is like a extended aisle that Uh has like two or three seats, and the stairs are like right in front of it. Yeah. Okay. So I've got like the very back corner of the theater to myself. Yeah,
0: that's pretty dope.
3: So because I never have anything of use in my backpack, I will often just like leave it around the place and then like come back for it. And because there's nothing of value in there, I'm like, I'm not. I don't care if I lose it. So I check the time, and I'm like, okay, I've still got, like, 30 or so minutes before this movie starts. I leave my chair uh, with my backpack on the side, so- like, tucked into the side. And I go shoot the shit with some of my uh, employees. So I'm wandering around, like, 20 minutes talking to people, talking to my, fr- talking to my coworkers. Uh, and then I eventually make it to the guest services desk where my manager is there. <laughs> and he asks me, hey, man. Uh, I got, uh, uh you go, you you were seeing Fallen Our Stars, right? Yeah, it's like, what's up? I got something a uh, little interesting that happened. A woman came out of the movie theater and said, Hey, there's this guy who, like, came in kind of really early. He, he was, like, looking around the place as he was, like, walking up the stairs to his seat. And he just sat down in the very far corner of the theater. And he left a bag there. I I think he might be some kind of like
4: nefarious character. God. <laughs> Is that an actual line? Nefarious character? Is that a um, quote?
3: Well, that's what the in the like. There's like a preamble before the movie starts, and it's like make sure to tell any uh oh any of oh our my crewmates God. about nefarious, nefarious characters.
4: characters.
3: Mm. And then I put it all together. It's like. So, the manager puts it together, like, did he look like this and was he was wearing this? And it's like, she was like, yes! Were you, were you watching him as he was coming in? It's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen him come in here a few times.
4: <laughs>
3: so, I very sadly go back to my seat. <laughs> very oh, awkwardly. Just kind of stew in that, <laughs> waiting for the movie to start. Like, oh, hey, that's really cool. Somebody thought I was a fucking theater bomber. <laughs>
2: that's beautiful that is very beautiful
1: i too when i think of how to be a terrorist decide to bomb important structures like amc movie theaters
2: look
4: you know some it was it was it was making out in the Anne frank museum it just drove them over the edge yeah really all right that's actually a fair point
3: <laughs> <laughs> there was also like a I. The thing that like I remember the most about that movie is how they talk about how some infinities are
4: larger than others.
2: So true. I mean, isn't that like isn't that true? That is true. I think every yeah. kid on the playground
4: understands that concept when they say that their laser gun shoots infinity to plus 1. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Much.
3: Well, it mostly just made me annoyed by like a math issue because it it was technically she was talking about how there's an infinite amount of decimal pointed numbers between one and two. Right. Uh
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: But there's all of those numbers and an additional infinitely sized number of all the numbers between two and three. So there's a larger infinity of numbers between one and three than there is between one and two,
4: and well, it's that, like that's not uh-huh. a larger infinity of numbers. It's just that the numbers involved in that are larger, I, right? No, I'd say that's no, a larger they're
0: larger infinities. infinities.
4: Why is that a larger? infinity? All
3: of the numbers between one and two are encapsulated between
2: one and three.
0: It's yeah. It's like just a very simple oh. like pairing problem. Okay, if you try to pair them together.
2: Okay, we gotta stop talking about math. Yeah. We're gonna lose all the gays. I was thinking about two. <laughs> anyway, and three.
1: so what this is is it's uh Zeno's paradox and uh yes,
2: philosophy time.
4: Oh my god, work I okay. love Zeno's paradox. <laughs> Zeno's-
1: paradox is basically the same thing uh, it's set up a little differently you can so to get to point a to point b you have to cross half half the distance right
3: to get to point a to point b you have to make Okay yeah it. I <laughs> was like really
0: confused cuz I wasn't really sure how this was seen as okay. paradox no no, no 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 but yes I guess um I see
2: just a quick update. I hate this beer because I spilled it all over myself. Um, oh, oh no! Was the chode can too much for you? The chodes too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just too. You <laughs> couldn't handle the chode.
2: Just too. It's too. It's too. Um, big for my thrussy.
1: <laughs> Wait. Oh, you know, I. I think I was the one who said thrussy. That sounds like me. <laughs>
0: Why is it thrussy and
4: not it's like thrussy? thrusty? Not like throat. Thrusty. I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thrusty.
3: <laughs>
4: no.
2: Oh no. I put Foster's beer in your pussy. And your thrusty. What if I what if I
3: put Foster's beer I'm glad that no. after
4: a few episodes of like talking about comics and shit, we are 100 percent back to form. As soon as uh, all semblance of a central structure to talk about uh, collapses.
1: Hey, we've got some things, and also sometimes you just gotta shoot the shit. Oh, exactly. Yeah, this we're is literally, literally a
2: podcast where we're, we're we like advertise ourselves based on our shooting the shit and saying yeah. horrible things to each other. It's, so it's
4: it's just complete. Yeah, I know. We're we're a completely eclectic podcast. We're an eclectic collective. So So, so. let's talk about Zeno's paradox. Yeah. Sure. Hell yeah.
2: What is... Okay, so... um, Basically. Okay, yeah, go.
4: To uh, Zeno poses... um, I don't remember who. It's a famous mythological figure, but is running a race. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, in order to get from the start line to the finish line... Or maybe it, it it's not a race, but they're just trying to get from point A to point B. But anyways, to get from point A to point B, they decide that they're going to go halfway from point A to point B. Okay? And so they go. And now they're at the halfway mm-hmm. mark. And then they decide, all right, so for my next step to get to the finish line, I'm going to go halfway. So halfway again. Now they're three-fourths of a way. Um, now to get to the finish line, I'm going to go halfway again. And you can see where this is going. They keep Mm -hmm. on going halfway, halfway, halfway. And these are all points that in order to move from, you know, point A to point B, you're going to have to cross, right? Mm -hmm. But if they keep on moving halfway, they're never going to get there. Okay. Mm
2: -hmm. Even though
4: obviously we can move from point A to point B. So according to Zeno, movement is logically impossible because you can never cross because you'll have you'll keep on going halfway, halfway, halfway.
0: I always thought that that really was re- was quite dumb. I prefer the Achilles and the tortoise one. Ah, huh? okay. So Achilles and the tortoise is very similar but slightly different and makes a little bit more sense. So um, Achilles is having a foot race with the tortoise, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And I believe the way it goes is he lets the tortoise get like a head start of 100 meters or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way it goes is after the tortoise goes 100 meters, um, then Achilles starts and he runs up to that 100 meters. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, once he's gotten to this 100 meter mark, the tortoise has moved, you know, maybe two meters or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he's still behind the tortoise mm-hmm. so the next Achilles runs another two meters to catch up where the tortoise was um, unfortunately the tortoise has still moved forward in this time so Achilles has to move forward again to catch up to the tortoise every time he catches up to the tortoise the tortoise has moved slightly further ahead uh, and so right. based on that he can never actually catch up to the tortoise and thus
2: the tortoise will always win the race checkmate atheists checkmate atheists what if what if why does achilles not simply overtake the tortoise well he can't because every time he gets to where the tortoise was the but tortoise if can, moved if he can run a hundred meters in the same time as it takes the tortoise to walk forward two well, meters it's,
1: it's the same as Zeno's paradox you you can never the tortoise will always be at a new place when you get to the place that the tortoise was
4: Well, it's yeah, it's 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 a Mm. similar kind of thing where if you keep on saying I'm going to, you know, I'm going to break down my movement into chunks, I'm going to move, you know, halfway, 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 you're never going to make it to the finish line, even though if we like think about all of those halfway points as like markers on a map, obviously, when we cross the finish line, we cross all of those markers in between. But there's an infinite number of them. So how do we do that? How can we do that? We Obviously, what happens is
0: we get faster the further we go. Mm. And then the closer we get to the finish line, the closer we approach the speed of light, which is the universal speed limit. Mm.
1: Mm. Well, yes. my, my favorite response is from my boy, uh, Diogenes.
4: Diogenes.
1: Diogenes, um, who simply got up and walked across the room when he was told this paradox, because, Di- Nathan? Yeah, Di-
4: Diogenes.
1: Diogenes had huge dick injury. You know what? The Foster's can? This is what his dick looked like.
4: Yeah, that, the Foster's can is what Diogenes's
1: Diogenes dick dick had the like. Foster's can dick.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, yeah, I gotta say that I would definitely do the same thing as him in this situation. Like. <laughs> is is this at all grounded in fucking reality i'm sorry like uh, no yeah zeno's the point paradox is it's
1: like a paradox that doesn't logically make sense but like like has
4: has no bearing
1: yeah it logically makes sense right but no. it has no effect on reality it doesn't actually logically make sense
3: yeah it only but, logically makes sense if you completely break down all of your movement across anything as only but you cats. can you can do that
0: No, it's just, it logically doesn't make sense if you don't understand, like, calculus.
2: Yeah, it logically doesn't make sense if you're not um, a philosopher and you live (laughs) in the real world. Um, Okay, well, you know what? I
1: have chosen, chosen not to live in the real world. But anyway, bringing this back to around, I've been thinking about Zeno's Paradox because I've been reading the great series. Uh, and which has a has an anime too, Jujutsu Kaisen, and one of the characters' powers is Xeno's you know, Paradox. It's great. Nobody can hit him because they can only move half the distance to him every time.
2: That's actually really funny. It's yeah, fucking rad as <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah, all of his powers revolve around the concepts of infinity, and so uh, you can't hit him because once you get halfway to him, you can only go the next halfway, etc., etc., etc. And it's great.
2: I love that actually him. is really great.
1: He has pretty eyes. He's very pretty.
4: Finally, I'm is putting Zeno's Paradox to use. Which yeah.
2: boy is it? Which which boy is it?
4: Gojo. He's got the headband normally. Uh, the definitely yeah.
2: not Kakashi guy.
1: Hey, Kakashi is a weird, serious, sad pervert. Gojo is a happy-go-lucky moron, alright? And we stand happy-go-lucky morons. As a chat of happy-go-lucky morons.
3: Yes. Okay, but they're also oh, both spiky white-haired guys with partial coverings over their eyes
1: yeah but you know what there's that's been a trope for forever, all right, Kakashi didn't start that. Kakashi can suck suck a dick
2: um, he will suck a dick because he's gay and married to a guy. um
1: <laughs> God, I hope so. I didn't uh, even think about that
2: um yeah, but all my friends like love that boy. All my friends who read that comic like love that boy.
1: he's a good boy.
2: he's a good boy, he's a really good boy.
1: The yeah, girls are better boy. than the boys, but that's okay.
2: I you literally see great. nothing about the girls.
1: Oh my god. They're really they're all like nasty, mean badasses. They're great.
2: Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're yeah. all they're all badasses. So they're they're I I don't know. They're not like normal anime idols, which is yeah. not to say that I don't think they're rad as fuck, but <laughs> Yeah. Um I feel like a lot of guys who are in anime idols want the uh fucking hago face girls.
3: Uh. They're not like boring is the is like what I Yeah. Like Usually a lot of like the anime girl protagonists are just like there to be the girl Yeah. And the love interest yeah. and they're very much not that.
1: I hope uh, you know honestly and you know I do I do still have the problem with the series that uh, the boys get more screen time and honestly I think this should be solved by only ever giving gojo screen time and writing the rest of the boys out and simply having it be about the girls because i want to see girls hit things that's all and they all hit things they're all like very physical fighters they they just fucking hit you in the face and what more can you want
0: i want to get hit in the face
1: all right cats. <laughs> i mean same but same but it is about a bunch of high schoolers so maybe calm down on that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. this is a christian uh... podcast
0: all i said was i want to get hit in the face <laughs> i didn't say i want to get hit in the face by high all
1: right well you red. know
0: what and you were That's the one who said who doesn't want that
1: to watch girls hit things it's rad.
0: i think you said who wants no that no
2: you know,
1: no anyway there are older girls who i definitely want me to hit in the face um because they're women anyway long story short Zeno's Paradox in anime, as it was always meant to be. I hope Zeno is smiling down from, or up from, like, the first layer of hell or wherever he's at.
4: Yeah, Zeno's probably in hell. He was an obtuse bastard. Have you guys read the uh, Lewis Carroll, what the
2: tortoise said to Achilles? No. No? Is this real, or are you doing a bit? No, it's not real, because tortoises can't actually talk.
3: (laughs) Thank you, Cass! (laughs) You know what colored Washington's white horse was? His, what
2: horse? his, his white wh- horse? His horse. Is his white horse? Its horse was white. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't. I I thought you said wet, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, if it's wet, then it might be slightly darker."
0: Darker.
1: It
4: was colored. wet colored. It was a wet colored horse.
0: A wet horse. A wet horse. Yeah. What color paint was the horse? What wet
4: paint? Hey, what, what gets wetter as it dries? A towel. That's right.
2: Whoa!
4: Uh, uh, Um, Do you think Zeno liked that joke? Zeno definitely liked that joke. Zeno is a bastard. (laughs) What's green and has wheels? Wait, hold on. Let me (laughs) talk about the tortoise again. Okay, yeah, please go on about the tortoise.
0: (laughs) Are you guys ready to have your minds blown? Sure. All right, I'll see if I can do this thing justice. So basically, the premise here is... um, think about the following argument things that are equal uh, to the same are equal to each other Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: and that's that's premise a and premise b is the two sides of this triangle are things that are equal
3: to the same thing okay okay all right all right therefore
4: all ravens are black no <laughs>
0: therefore the sides of this triangle are equal to each other
4: okay sure? yes yeah that sense? I, no I'm, I'm following i'm following yeah that. sure
0: okay all right so you follow so far now imagine there is a person who doesn't believe either a or b um
4: they might
0: they might agree that if a and b are true then uh z is true z being that the triangle sides are equal okay mm-hmm. but there might be somebody who just doesn't like accept the the premise that like that the triangles are actually equal or that they're the equal to mm-hmm. the same
4: thing or that things that are the same are equal
0: right okay okay so you're following so far um then you might also find someone who doesn't believe that if two things Audience, are... Audience,
4: make sure that you have a notepad at the ready. Yes, the right please
0: position. do, because I'm already a half of Foster's in. Um, <laughs> God. There's a person who might accept that A and B are both true, but that doesn't accept the principle that if A and B are both true, then
3: C must be true. Okay. Okay. So how do you uh, prove that?
0: You know. Wait now! Now you lost
4: me. What <laughs> am I proving? The person just is running around saying like shit that obviously is true logically is not true. And I, if I met this person, I'd be like, "Fuck it, uh, the, all right." But you you're wrong. About?
1: All right, we're, when we're when we're done with whatever is going on with these triangles, remind me to talk about ass.
2: Okay, <laughs> I will, but only if we can talk about titties too.
1: Uh, yeah, we absolutely can, that's not the ass I was talking about, but oh. I'm down to talk well. about ditties at all times, What um,
4: it's
1: a, it's a geometry thing.
4: Oh, ass yeah. is a geometry
1: Anyway, go on with these other triangles.
4: Sorry, I'm really
0: trying to understand that I'm trying to put these into words. That's I'm a doing point, a yeah. terrible job. You I've see, this is why
3: it. I wrote out my entire stories beforehand.
0: Maybe I could have done this. Well, I wasn't expecting us to, to talk about fucking Zeno's Paradox, but this was just something that I read a long time ago on Wikipedia.
4: Yeah, I thought that yeah. we were going to talk about anime satanic panic, honestly.
0: All right. You know what? I'm going to write an essay and present it to you guys next week.
4: That sounds okay. amazing. Okay, All right. I'm here <laughs> for that. Yeah, I support
1: too. that. So anyway, if any of our followers are mathematicians, specifically people who are good in geometry, if you can explain to me why ass or angle side-side doesn't work to prove that triangles are the same length, uh please reach out to me i'm really confused by this i've been confused about it for like 13 years i'm really mad about it if someone could someone could reach out that'd be great so like there's there's things like if you know two sides of a triangle and the angle then i and and so if you know like a side of the triangle the angle between two sorry if you know two sides of a triangle and the angle between them or side angle side Then you can uh-huh. prove that it's similar, that it, that it is the exact same size as another triangle that you also know the side angle and side of. Where, for uh-huh. like, if you know three angles, you can't prove that they're the same size because the sides could be any length, right?
3: Right.
4: Uh huh.
1: And so, there's a variety of those. And the one I never got was asked, which is Paying angle, side, side, side. Right. And that's if you know. And so it's, I think if you know an angle, Uh you know, one side and the other side, you should be able to tell if the triangles are the same size or not. But apparently this isn't true. So if anyone knows geometry, please reach out to me because I want you to explain it or let me tell you why you're wrong.
0: That angle side angle was a uh, thing that you could use to figure out that. No, no. Yeah. Angle angle side angle. angle, This is angle side side.
1: Yeah. It's ass, not assa. It's ass.
4: Yeah. I see. Well, I'm I'm you don't of the, opinion... know the angle
0: between the, the two sides that you do know, yeah. So then that could be any,
1: but this, but in order for, in my opinion, if you know the one angle you have, you could draw an infinite line that way, right? And in order to have this, but the oh, last side to draw this. the last side you have a finite length for. And in order for it to intersect at one point with that infinite side, it's going to have a set angle. And you're going to have a limit on that other side of like where it can be. And look, my opinion on this, I'm sure I'm not explaining this well, but my opinion on this is they told us it wasn't true because we were high schoolers and they didn't want us talking about ass. And that's my opinion, is that it's a conspiracy to stop us from talking about ass. I, I i'm actually
4: you know not having the requisite skills in math um i'm on board with this i'm absolutely on board with this it's absolutely to get people to not talk about ass all right so yeah the Maoism dms are open please dm to explain why we're wrong so that way we can explain to you why you're wrong
2: i think we could say this at the end of literally every podcast <laughs> The, the, the Literally, the first thing I
0: googled is the mathisfun.com thing talking about how to solve this, the, uh, the, the triangle based on SSA or ASS. So it is true.
4: All yeah. right. Yeah.
1: So if Specified. it is true, then my teacher absolutely lied to me so that we wouldn't be talking about ass in geometry class.
0: That's certainly possible.
1: Yeah. And that's definitely true. You know what? I... Miss L, I remember this. If you ever listen to this podcast, Miss let me know. Yeah,
0: I don't believe you. Are you sure she didn't yeah. just tell you about side side angle and you forgot that you can do angle side side and it's the no, same thing? because
1: I had this whole co- talk with her in the middle of class and I never got a satisfactory answer.
0: Maybe she was just confused.
1: Maybe, but maybe it was a plot to keep us from talking about ass in geometry class.
0: I did get to church with her.
1: Nice. You should ask. I will not,
0: but perhaps there was a religious uh,
3: aspect. (laughs) I'm beginning to agree with her because I'm immediately growing tired of
1: talking about ass. Well, you know, and that brings us to our next topic, which is Elliot wanted to just have a brief moment to talk about titties.
2: Um, God bless uh, the big tit. I said that as a bit. Um, when Abby was talking about ass because I did not realize it was a geometry thing um, so
4: everybody yeah. on three god bless the big tit one two three god, god bless, bless the big, big tip. tip. wow you guys are slow Jesus um boy. so yeah
3: the titular inertial theory right that's what we're gonna get to <laughs>
1: absolutely <laughs> totally. I don't know what that is but I'm super down for it
4: it's, it's something I made up
1: well, um, I'm into it, Mike. Please yeah. come back with an essay next episode.
4: Yeah, next episode's essay episode, apparently. God damn it. Yes. Everybody <laughs> um, come up with an essay topic.
1: For that matter, I'm gonna shelf Invincible and we're gonna talk about Invincible next week, so anyone who wants to watch it can watch it. I really um, want to watch. That goes for you too audience. If you wanna have a spoiler-free episode where we talk about Invincible, um, and in my opinion, some of the political essays and moments around it that I think uh, very much lend to its political ideology, then go watch Invincible this week. It's only like eight episodes. They're like 45 minutes apiece, but I believe in you, audience. I believe in you so much.
0: Where can you watch this show?
1: It's on Amazon Prime, which you know oh, does ways raise oh. a problem that you have to be on Amazon Prime, but you know, just let us know. I'm sure one of us has it, and I'm sure we're willing to cheat Amazon out of money for you, listener, because we love you. I will absolutely not do that. <laughs>
3: And also, there probably is definitely not several websites where you can just watch things online for. for... I got a warning
4: <laughs> for this. Our DMs <laughs> are allegedly open. <laughs> uh, allegedly, uh, allegedly. <laughs> um, damn. Now I don't know whether or not I should talk about Israel this week. Next week's gonna be fucking essay week.
1: <laughs> no, you can go for. I, we got time. You can go for that. Um, what you know? But first, so last week, Mike, Mike mentioned, ah. Uh, He doesn't know how to feel about Kanye.
4: Oh yeah, we better talk about Kanye.
1: And I took a problem to that. So you know, I think I think Mike, uh, if you want to restate your thoughts before I get back, obliterate them. Yeah, before I
3: obliterate (laughs) them, it wasn't so much that I didn't know how to feel about Kanye. Is that I've, I've,
2: uh,
3: (sighs) hold on, I uh, I just
4: couldn't talk. Oh, that's okay. I thought I thought that we lost connection. I was really worried.
1: Mike, if you want a moment, you can have a moment because I have another thing to say. Fuck Wait, you, Zach. I have Venom's... a thing
0: to say as well.
1: Okay, was it about Venom?
0: No, it wasn't.
1: Okay, go on. I guess.
0: So I I Googled Foster's uh, earlier, mm-hmm. um, and there was a horrible, horrible typo on the like first on their homepage.
4: What's the typo?
0: It's the, It says Foster's beers, home to Foster's premium ale and Foster's lager are gish Pale Ale, an American style <laughs> lager, brewed in South Big Victoria.
1: Maybe that's just how Australian stock.
0: I mean, it kind of
3: is.
1: Yeah, it might be
3: calor. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. Look, listeners. I, I don't remember what we were talking about, but oh, oh yeah. Venom's good. Watch when well, we were giving Mike a moment. We're talking about how great Venom is. Venom's great. You know, if you go and inspecting a normal action movie, I'm sure it's not that good. But if you ignore every character that isn't Tom Hardy...
4: If you go in expecting even a normal superhero movie, not that good. But Venom yeah. transcends the medium.
1: Exactly. Venom is a gay rom-com between uh, Eddie Brock and Venom, both voiced by Tom Hardy. It's just Tom Hardy talking to himself about how much he loves himself. And honestly, some of the choreography of the action scenes is really good. The background characters are terrible. Plenty of other stuff whoa, is character. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: Whoa! Hey now, no, I what? love I love the background characters. They're just ridiculous. Really? Yeah. I like, and, like the the, the doctor...
1: doctor. Yeah, he was good. The girlfriend was bad. I, I didn't really that, like. The girlfriend
2: I think. I think she was. I thought. I liked her. Um. All right. Hey, don't that's forget fine. that Eminem made a music video about. Okay. Yeah. No, I think that, we should, that, I think that <laughs> no, we, we
4: should forget. Not we should forget. I really no, like not let so the devil. <laughs> Best part, <laughs> Eminem made a music video, and in the music oh. video, Eminem's music is the symbiote, and anybody who listens to the song Venom, which is what the music video is for, gets infected by Eminem, and they become, like, a host to the Eminem parasite. That's venom. incredible.
0: I love that. I hate it.
4: Adrenaline momentum. Oh. They ain't gonna know what hit him. Oh, I know oh, oh. Is venom.
2: Stop.
1: So, Stop. anyway. Mike, if you want to, if you want to talk about your, uh, question, your, your thoughts on Kanye.
3: Well, okay, so my thing, it wasn't so much when we were talking earlier, I don't idolize Kanye. It's just, I really, really enjoy his music. Uh, some of his music. He's very, very great as an artist. And it, it's kind of just like a general thing where you have to, like, distance yourself from how you feel about the artist's actions. And oh. I've never like idolized Kanye. Like even before he went off the deep end, quote unquote. Uh what I'm trying to get at is I understand that there's like a level of like death to the author that you have to recognize when you don't exactly agree with somebody.
2: That's not what death of the author means, but keep going. You're doing great, Mike.
4: Yeah, just just keep going.
2: Don't listen right. to Elliot.
4: <laughs> Why are you being mean? It's my turn. you are the one were talking about
1: me. Because... <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike. I I you know
3: look. What I'm getting at is that I think that there is a point where you have to, where it's okay to recognize someone as like an incomplete human being, but you and, and still appreciate their music. But there's, like, a limit to where you can be, like, I don't think I even regardless of your, like, talent, there are some, like, lines where you can't cross it and for expect people to be okay with you anymore. And I think one of them is, like, holding water for maybe a candidate who has some uh, political alliances that are, like, definitely, definitely white supremacists.
1: All right. So I've got several things to say on that. First off, Kill Your Idols. I know Mike said he didn't idolize, that, idolize Kanye. <laughs> By I mean that in like a broader term. I I read this really interesting book that was a takedown of seminal rock albums called Kill Your Idols, which I'm pretty sure comes from another song or album name. But anyway... A band. Yeah, band. Whatever. Thank you, Elliot. It doesn't matter because I've killed them. You know. <laughs> um, so it's really like... And I, the book didn't quite touch on this, but it's kind of what my big takeaway was, is you just have to accept, like Mike said, that people are flawed human beings. And you have to make your peace with that at some level. If you And to me, at oftentimes, I am not going to let that stop me from enjoying what I like about that person, especially because they're not my friend. Um, Kanye is not someone I personally know. I cannot make any impact on his ideology or decisions or actions. That being said, I would hella smoke a joint with Kanye. Like, absolutely. I would (laughs) love to get fucking high with Kanye. Um, That would be the wildest night of my life. So, Kanye, if you're listening, hit me up.
4: DMs are open. DMs DMs are
1: open, Kanye. Um, And second off, honestly, I'm not surprised about his Trump turn. I mean, there's the thing that he and Trump really voice publicly very they have a very similar style of talking i think kanye definitely has a lot more backing to his talking knowledge but it is the same thing where they they talk a lot of the same it's very stream of conscious i'm not sure that i'm not surprised it touched on and second off you know kanye is in some ways radical but some ways very conservative i mean he's got a lot of strains of black conservatism in his politics where it's kind of the like do-it-yourself thing like the white people aren't going to help us do it yourself which i respect at some level i disagree that individual action can overcome societal bias and that you know it's going to take these group actions you can't just sit there by yourself but you know there's a lot of other famous uh black men who agree like justice clarence thompson who is thomas thomas sorry who is very pronounced as a black conservative and has that strain, and other ones like uh, Bill Cosby. So that's that's kind of my thinking on that. Um, anyway, though, Dissect has been great this season. Yeezus is a fantastic I that album. album going. Oh I knew that's
4: where this
3: was going. Um, <laughs> yeah, here I thought that this, album, this episode was going to be me and you debating over whether or not Yeezus or <laughs> Dark Fantasy was better.
1: You know I'm down for that because it's definitely fucking Jesus. And if you disagree <laughs> with me, our DMs are open because I will tell you how fucking wow. wrong you are and how Yeezus is
4: Kanye's best album. I just, I just wanna, I just wanna throw in. Okay, man, I agree. You should kill your idols unless your idol is Georg Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel. That's my idol. Um, he can never die in my heart. No, and I, I think be- you
1: should especially kill your idol if it's Hegel. 100%. If your idol is Hegel, dig him up and kill him again. Mike, I would love to get into you about Jesus versus my beautiful dark twisted fantasy in a later episode. Um, because <laughs> okay, I'm sad. totally down to talk about that for an hour. Because. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is generally regarded as Kanye's best album versus Yeezus is an incredibly controversial album amongst his fans, where a lot of people hated it, but a lot of people really loved it. And I have some very strong opinions about why those people are fucking wrong, and Yeezus is the best album he ever made. And My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, kind of mid, guys. I think it's like his fourth or fifth best solo album. So, you know, our DMs are open.
4: Our DMs are open. But, um,
1: Cass? I said he's only got, like, six solo albums. No, he's got eight now.
0: Does he really have eight? I listened to his entire discography in preparation for those three lines that you just did. No,
1: sorry, Wait. it's nine. It's nine now. There is uh, College gra- Dropout, Late Registration, Graduation, 808s and Heartbreaks, My Beautiful Dark twist of Fantasy, Yeezus, Life of Pablo, uh, yay, and Jesus is King.
0: That's nine. Okay. Nine. That's, that's I'm not valid. listening
1: to the last two. Uh, I will be listening to those to tell you my more of my unsolicited Kanye opinions at some point, audience. But again, if you want to argue with me about Kanye, my DMs are open. I'll tell you why you're wrong. You won't win this argument. <laughs>
3: um. <laughs> I
0: listened to Jesus is King earlier today. I I think I liked it. I have to listen to both Yay Ye- and Jesus is King again.
4: Really? I, I'm just
0: giving them a yeah. What? Did you not like it?
4: We're not getting into this. We're not, we don't have the time to get into this. We're not Wait, getting into this. What, do we have an agenda <laughs> that we need to follow? I want to hear define like real fast. Like, like, we, we don't, it... we don't have an agenda. However, I am trying to keep it close to an hour. And if we do this, we're going to get stuck in here for All right, another hour. Fine. You know what? Fine, Nathan. We'll, we'll be back uh. for Kanye.
1: You fucking fascist. Um, Nathan talk about what you want to talk about.
4: I, no, no, you talk about what. Are you we want just to talk wrapping about about it up no, because it has definitely been a
1: No, it has not been an hour. It's only been like 45 minutes, fuck off. Oh, right, because somebody
0: Yeah, some somebody, somebody did show up late. <laughs> I don't yeah.
4: know who that was.
0: I don't know who it was either.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't finished my foster yet. I I just want to say briefly before we talk about the beer. Um, has mm-hmm. been this week? Some truly heinous shit going down in um, in the Middle East, uh, mm. particularly in Palestine. Um, and there, you know, it's just really like brought my blood personally to a boil um, because, you know, there's so many comparisons that you can make, you know, as a, as as a Jewish man between when you look at what Israelis are doing to Palestinians. You know, the disproportionate levels of violence, the, the people in the street who are lynching Palestinians, um, you know, you look at it and, you know, we've become the Romans, we've become or not we, I shouldn't say we because I'm perpetuating this horrible like connection that you see all the time with liberals and conservatives that Israel equals Jew, which is not necessarily true because, you know, Jews are separate from Israel. <laughs> um you know israel just happens to be majority people who are jewish but you know the people over there you know they've become the romans they've become you know the the most horrible oppressor of all you know they're running an open-air prison camp and in in gaza so um yeah you know i just wanted to briefly mention that uh they're uh the, the 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 Zionism needs to be stopped right now.
1: I was just going to say once I mentioned uh, Zionism in an online uh, discussion forum, and someone told me it was super anti-Semitic, and I was like, "What?" And I was specifically... Zionism
4: anti-Semitic?
1: No, no, no. Because I mentioned it and called it Zionism, they were like, "Well, you know, that's really a very conspiracy theory loaded word," which is fair. But I was specifically referring to early settle early settlement of Israel by British Jews and how they specifically had a party that had zionist in the name i was like what
4: well it's <laughs> the you thing. know you
1: like i don't know you you touch on a lot of these things and people are like just not even willing to begin touching on it it's very shut it down yeah which is maybe not quite my place to say as someone who isn't jewish but um although you know maybe i'll convert so that i can tell nathan
4: that his yeah. bagel opinions are wrong yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. um that's all that that that's all I, 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 I really need to mention. Um We all
1: read this dumb this dumbass article series too. Do we want to talk about that?
4: Yeah, let's talk about that. I'm gonna brief. be mad
0: if we didn't if we don't actually talk Yeah,
1: about it. we put in the work for this. We have to mention we
0: really did. It. We
3: fucking subjected ourselves. Do to not this. slander me like that. I'd put in zero effort to
1: read any of this shit.
3: Well,
0: Mike may turn out to be the smartest person.
1: <laughs> Version of us versus the chat, Mike.
0: Yeah. I wasn't going to until. Somebody else read the whole thing. Was, yeah, I, was
1: like,
4: I wasn't oh. going to until someone else read the whole thing too, Nathan. Well, I didn't expect everybody else to. I just said like I read the whole thing, and this thing's fucking garbage. And then everybody
2: else suddenly said, "Well, now I got to read the whole thing too." That wasn't a fucking open invitation, Nathan. This is literally what happened when I was ta- when I was like, "Oh, I'm going to talk about Rorschach the comic, but I hate the comic. I don't want to read it. I don't want. I don't think you guys should read it." And then everybody fucking read it anyways. Ooh,
1: we have to
3: read so. it so
2: we can have informed opinions.
1: Exactly. And is going to talk about this in passing anyway, but then you read all of it, so I was like, well, now I can't be the least informed person to talk about it. So it's not right. have to read all of it.
4: Alright, well, Abby, do you, since you were the one, since you, since you found it, Abby, do you want to explain? Well, no, no, well hold on, hold on. I, it, it's very important that I ask,
3: since you read the whole thing, does Bruno Mars is gay?
2: What? The, the, we, the come out. rumor come out? Uh, Bruno Mars is gay. Yes. Oh, I just remembered I'm the one who's going to have to edit this fucking episode. Um. So can we make this snappy? All right, yeah. we'll
1: make it snappy for you, Elliot. So, I I don't know, this this fucking series of articles called When Sons Become Daughters, which is incredibly transphobic, yes. Um. has been making its pass on the internet, especially among perfs. And, I don't know, it kind of hit a nerve. Like, I feel like a lot of the things the parents that this guy, who is not, it should be noted, is very much not a journalist. Um, a lot of the things that know. these parents said are things that my mom said. And they're just feeling more superior because they're saying them to younger kids. But a lot of the things they describe about the younger kids, even as they're very much against their transition, is, like, things that I felt. I don't know, it was just really personal. So, I still don't know how to deal with that one with my mom. but. Solidarity to all the fucking kids out there. Angus Fox doesn't have the balls to use his real name um, or their real name. I shouldn't be rude, but yes. Uh, yes. I think oh, it is. I, I think it is his. Um, but Angus Fox, fuck you. Debate me. Will I'll you kick you in the nuts. <laughs>
0: briefly summarize what the article was about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's five articles currently.
0: Sorry. Yes, the five-part series is about yes.
1: Um, it's about, you know, he is talking to trans or parents of trans kids, especially par- uh, mothers of trans kids, about how they feel about their child's attempts to transition and how a lot of them are trying to shut it down. And you know that he the mothers feel that there's been an institutional capture of uh, clinicians and psychiatrists and psychologists around this. And it's interesting because they feel like this but a lot of these mothers have been or parents i should say there are a couple fathers have been dealing with have been going through this with their kids for like years and their kids have often not changed their goal so this whole article series is talking about how you know it's just a phase but then it doesn't seem like any of the kids ever leave the phase they might change how they talk about it or lean more towards non-binary or want to give it more thought but all of them seem pretty determined to transition in some way or another even if it's been going even if they've been talking to their parents about it for three or four years so i think that says a lot i think these articles have a lot of fallacies i would as i've read them all i have a lot of opinions on these fallacies but i'm not sure i could make it snappy there's just a lot of internal contradictions it really just boils down to being like very transphobic and also like none of the kids are interviewed he only right. interviews parents so it's kind of bizarre to be able to take the parents at their word especially when some parents are openly conservative like and do not believe i shouldn't say openly conservative because i don't think that is a defining issue but they just straight up don't believe trans people exist or they're very much like x y is man xx x is a woman which isn't even like necessarily accurate in terms of human genes to begin with but i and i don't know i did one of the ones that really struck me was one of the moms and i think the first or second article was described as like she didn't want to give her kid power. like Because that would be breaking the power balance in the house. The kid should do what the parent said. And he's taking her at face value. And that seems fucking insane to me. But it kind of hit a nerve for me. Because like I said, I feel like that a lot with my mom sometimes. And it fucking sucks. And I don't know what to do about it. And it's definitely f- <laughs> not to say my mom and I had the best relationship in the world to begin with but it's kind of driven like another wedge in there and it was always something that i hoped as i got older i could work out but instead it feels like it just gets worse and worse and so reading this series of article about these parents who have no idea what they're talking about either they all claim to do like research but then list a bunch of disproven work and like a lot of these links lead to s- ridiculous lies like, like just straight
0: the up Swedish paper that i see all the time
1: yeah this week yeah, but there was another one where like, it, I, as far as I could tell, had no backing, where it was like, officially, this paper has been proven false, but that was said by another group who was not affiliated with the people who did the research on the paper, and I could find no corrections to the paper itself. So it's a lot of stuff like that, but I, I don't know, it just really worries me that like, this is the shit my mom's reading. I don't know if that's true or not, maybe I'm being too harsh. But... It
2: doesn't sound like you are, I'm going to yeah. It's quite scary.
1: I, I try to be open minded because people, I mean, I think I'm usually pretty good at reading people, but people surprise me sometimes. And I, I want to believe the best, but I don't know. It's just like I had this more of a fascination to read this because I, it hit so close to home. And like, I don't know what to do about that in general. I just wanted to throw that out there in podcast. Solidarity. If, everyone, if anyone else's opinions, go for it.
4: It, it. it just like struck me as like the worst the absolute worst form of concern trolling you know like at its at its core and a lot of that comes from what you said where it just interviews the parents and it doesn't like even attempt make an attempt to show things from the perspective of these the these kids and that's that's just, like, such a lousy way to go about just journalism in general, you know? He because did state he p-
1: wasn't a journalist, but that just kind of makes his whole endeavor to present this as unbiased, it's, more exactly. ridiculous.
4: Exactly. And, and, like, obviously, these parents, like, okay, I'm not going to say obviously, but it comes across pretty clear that these parents, even if they're not, like, necessarily politically and conservative, they're clearly not plugged in to, you know, this, this world. They, they do not have... Where do
1: they want to be? They don't want,
4: they don't want to be, they don't want to understand it. They're not plugged into it. And a lot of them don't even have like any experience with, with, with LGBT issues at all. Like, I think that a couple of them maybe did. Yeah. A lot of them were like,
1: I contribute to political campaigns that support gay people, which is great and all. But there's
3: kind of that
1: Yeah, Yeah. but there there is that level that what you support outside your house and inside your house isn't always like the same thing. And what your policy positions are aren't always the same thing as how you personally treat people. Like growing up in the South, there are so many horrendously people are just horrendous positions on policies around race, right?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But at the same time, it usually doesn't come from conversations, they hang out, they have, like, they know a bunch of black people that they're very polite to, or vice versa, where you have, like, liberals, and this was something more I saw in Massachusetts, or Democrats, who, you know, were very intent on espousing these positions, but absolutely shut them out of their personal lives. And so saying that, just because you contribute to a campaign means that you're supportive in your own household is I think ridiculous. And there's a
4: lot of evidence against that. It's absolutely mm-hmm. fallacious. And the thing is, is that like you're getting, when you interview these people and you take them at their word, you're getting a completely skewed perspective. They're going to see what they want to see and they're going to believe what they want to believe. And, you know, even if, even if, you know, they like like they, they, they at best they only understand half the story, right? Like everybody yeah. keeps secrets from, from their parents, right? Mm-hmm. Like speaking you know.
1: of which kids never show your parents your secret Twitter accounts. Some of these kids did it. Don't do, yeah, that, don't kids. do that. You oh, shouldn't be no. listening to this podcast to begin with. But if you are, that's that's problem one oh one. Your secret social media, don't do that. Log yourself out on your family's computers. If they're snooping, they don't need to know.
4: Right. Like All all kids are going to are going to keep secrets from their parents. So, you know, the parents like not only do they not want to see like the the like they don't they don't want to see a balanced perspective and they cannot possibly have a balanced perspective. And that's that's my piece on it as a cis man.
1: I think there was a lot of like the parents would be like, well, we know what's best for our kid. Which is kind of, and these other adults don't. And sometimes I would mention that the other adults, the psychiatrists they're seeing or the teachers or whatever, they're talking to were childless. But like in a lot of times it was like a very broad community of adults who were supporting this kid and thought it was the right thing for them. And parents are important in a kid's life, but like it takes a village. And you don't spend, like parents might spend, you know, the weekends and a couple hours with them on the weekdays, but that like these teachers or psychiatrists are getting one hour a week or like 5, 10, 15 hours a week or whatever and like a lot of it was I don't know and then there were some parents who definitely seemed who were like oh well I went through this as a kid and I worked it out and I'm like
2: are you sure did you?
4: Yeah, that was that was the thing. Whenever like you inter an inter- somebody was interviewed who said that 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 was the first thing that always popped into my head. Did you really? Because I don't think. Yeah,
1: I think you found your. I would definitely say it sounds like they found your peace with it, and that's something I tried to do for a long time. But that doesn't. I don't know. Give it a shot, guys. I'm way happier now. That's all I got for these parents. And then there's other weird things like concern trolling that masculine girls are. Sorry, yeah, masculine girls are going to be like, oh no, I have to become a trans man, while at the same time being like, oh, well, these trans girls played with all boy toys as a kid, so they couldn't be trans, and like, just all these contradictions. It's a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just something I'm kind of torn up about, and something... like I would love to be able to talk to my parents about this stuff, and maybe I can one day, but they want to center it around them a lot and i just don't have the emotional energy to deal with that i would love to have my parents be really loving and supportive and just i don't know i i I just want them to be there for me and i want to include them this like i'm happier than i've ever been and i would love for them to be part of that but they're like well we didn't see any signs like we you have to forgive us we're gonna it's gonna take time which is fine i understand that i'm not asking for anyone to be perfect at once but i think like i've heard mom use they pronouns once and dad never so and it's been months since i asked for that and like i tried to make it easy and like ease them through stage by stage and that didn't work so i tried to be very aggressive and upfront and that at least got them to stop talking derogatorily about it because I made it clear I was going to be combative. So I, and which was another thing, like a lot of these kids were super combative and took it like extreme positions, and I was like, "Yeah," because you don't start a convert you if you know you're going to have trouble, you don't start it by compromising. You go out as aggressively as possible and then find a the middle point, <laughs> because otherwise you're yeah. never going to like get to anywhere close to where you want to be. So I was like, "Fuck yeah." These kids. Also, shout outs to one girl who was called Katie. Um, she was a younger sister to a young trans girl who was described as a gender enforcer around the house and gave her parents a bunch of shit if they didn't talk about her sister the right way. And fuck yeah, Katie.
3: Yeah,
4: shout out to her.
0: I definitely feel like I, I vacillate between like not wanting to like trying to compromise and trying to be very hardline. About my gender identity to my parents because they're—I mean—they're generally supportive, but they—they they slip up a lot. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I'll just let it slide. They don't mean it. And other times I'm like, no, call me by the right pronouns or fuck off.
1: Yeah, and like slipping up is fine. We all fucking mess up. I mess up, and I'm—I've been on estrogen for almost a year now, and I still make mistakes. And that's okay like mistakes happen it's just kind of that unwilling like all i ask for and all i do is you're just like oops sorry and then you correct yourself and continue on with the sentence like it doesn't need to be a big deal it doesn't need to be anything it just needs to be like try like i understand you're from a different generation and all that you don't need to be perfect on everything you just need to be willing yeah. to give it a shot which is i guess what i would say to Any parents of trans kids out there, too. Like, you don't need to be perfect. Your kids aren't asking you to be perfect. They're asking for you to understand and work with them towards what they want to achieve and Mm -hmm. not against them or, like, not towards the status quo. Like, work with them and they'll be overall a lot happier. Like, don't fucking ruin this relationship for the rest of your life. It sucks. Yeah.
3: Man, the context for shout outs to her family. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look.
1: For the context, I live with Mike, and Mike's mom has been amazing. Infinitely better than my own parents.
4: I love her. Shout, so uh, shout out to
1: Linda. Shout
0: out to Mike's mom.
4: Shout yeah. out to, his family. Love, to I, his family. I love her a lot, too. Uh, yeah.
1: Um, Mike, Mike, is, Mike, your mom's great. I love her. And your sister. And, I, you know, they mess up sometimes, and they just say, sorry, and then correct themselves. And that's all I ask for. Like, they're really sweet about it. They're super nice. I... You know, and I didn't have to fight them for that. Versus, like, to get that level with my parents, I'd have to fight them. And I understand maybe it's a little different when it's someone else's kid, but yeah. I don't know. I've known your mom since I was like three. She's—I don't necessarily want to say close enough to be like another mom, but she's like a close family friend, like an aunt or some—an aunt or something. Yeah. I
3: consider—I consider
1: you to be as close as family. So I, 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 yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. So, really nice. anyway, hey, mike's mom if you're listening to this i do love you Uh, um and so yeah it was like i don't know it sucks that i just don't know if i'll ever get that with my own parents and this article this series of articles which is up to part five now wait, are there gonna
0: be more I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to be pissed if there are more. But I guess there wasn't a conclusion. It just ended on anime is making everyone trans.
1: Which is what we have seen too. Did anime make us trans?
0: (laughs) We have to talk about this next week.
1: I
4: don't want to torture poor Elliot anymore. I don't want to torture Elliot with the editing.
1: (laughs) Okay, so Fosters. Fosters. It's Australian for beer. Is (laughs) Is Australia
0: <laughs> Foster's made me trans? Everyone, it was the big
3: chode. It was the chode. It was the chode. <laughs> it's Australian for egg. <laughs> it's Australian for egg. <laughs> it's Australian for egg. Um, oh, look, yeah, look at look at the little look at the symbol. It's a big right. O with it's an, an egg. F inside of it. It's an oh, egg. Me. Made it trans. <laughs> oh,
2: God.
4: Foster's. dead. Trans rights. <laughs> um. All right.
2: Fosters. Um, yeah, okay, oh, Nathan, sorry. what's your
0: what's your opinion on Fosters?
4: Okay. It's okay. Um, I can understand why it's not the most popular beer in um uh, in in Australia, because I don't really think like it's like incredible. Um it's uh, you know, it honestly tastes a lot like Victoria bitters.
1: Unsurprising.
4: Wow. Probably because they're made by the same company um so yeah it's it, it's good i think the thing i like the most about it is the fucking big ass can and that's it Code can. that's fair
2: um, um i i just want to say before i give my like my official review or whatever um i think this is proof that it isn't about the size it's about uh how you use it or how you taste i guess in this case yeah we lots of yeah. pineapples, everybody
4: Um, Mike, your thoughts? (laughs) Uh,
3: well, with respect to Abby, because this is apparently her favorite beer. Good God. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) Good God, this is awful. (laughs) It was like maybe drinkable for like the first couple of sips while it was cold. But now every time that it's like become relatively lukewarm, I am like barfing almost every time I finish a sip of this.
4: Um, well, I guess to follow up. Oh, okay. Cass. Yeah. Yeah. You already said your piece. No, I was going to go to you, Abby. <laughs> no, I want to do it less. Cass. Okay, Cass. Okay. Um, I actually didn't hate the taste of
0: this. Um, it's very like wheaty.
4: Yeah. It yeah. It very,
0: uh, robust flavor that I liked. What I didn't like is that it's so big. I've had to pee for the past, like, 40 minutes. That
4: is true. Me I
0: too. <laughs> I can't go because we're recording.
4: It's, um, yeah, it is very weedy. That's a good way to describe its flavor, which is actually kind of welcome considering some of the other beers that we've been drinking. That's true, oh. yeah. Uh.
1: Right, okay. So personally... I like this beer. I think it tastes pretty good. It comes in a massive can. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. I haven't done my official review. Oh
1: my god, I'm so sorry, I forgot. I I remember you starting, and then I couldn't remember if you said anything. Elliot's official review.
2: Okay, Um, It's, like, one, I don't like it, but more than the fact that I don't like it, it's just so, like, underwhelming. Like, I can't even say that I hate it, because I don't hate it. I'm just, like, this is nothing. This is nothing to me. It's like how I felt about Budweiser.
1: I'm so ready for a controversial beer on this t- on this uh, tier list. <laughs> All right. So first off, Mike, how much did you pay for these?
3: Uh, they were like two two fifty.
1: Okay, exactly. Foster's big ass can two fifty solid beer. Fucking Foster's is great. If you're taking price into account on this tier list, Foster's fucks harder than like pound for pound or like liter for liter or whatever it is. Fuck's harder than just about anything you can <laughs> get on the market. I
4: don't, <laughs> I don't believe know. that. Wait. Yeah, I think that's... Well, I don't believe that. Uh, well, hold on. Let's let Abby... Yeah, f- yeah, yeah. Finish I
1: don't, Nathan, you can't be like I don't believe that. You're the one who got me onto Foster's because it was $2 for this big ass chubby beer. That's true. That's
4: true. So fuck
1: off with your chain. No, no no, 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 no. I
4: didn't say that I don't believe that. I'm just saying I, I, I didn't believe that because I do know it. I'm just saying that I think that, well, we'll get to it when we get to the controversial tier. Look
1: listing. Fosters is a good beer? I would say it's good. I enjoy drinking Foster's. It does it taste like beer? Yes, it is the most beer tasting beer you can possibly beer, but it's a lot of beer for two dollars. and it tastes solid. like it it's good. I would go out and buy Foster's.
4: I do go out and buy Fosters
2: we or know, no. baby.
4: Um, so my tier list ranking is, I I do appreciate the fact that it's really good for its price. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know it is comparable in price that I like? Miller? Miller High Life. It Fuck does yeah. not pass the Miller High Life bar for me. Um, and I don't, I think that the weedy flavor is... Okay, like it's 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 a welcome change from a lot of the other b- that we have had on. here. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt here and put it in low. Uh, I'm going to put it in high C because Miller High Life is the gatekeeper of B tier, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to put it in 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 high C. I'm
1: going to put it in A tier. I really like this beer. It's great for the price. Um, Actually, fucking...
4: I'm going to put it in low B. I'm going to put it in low B. Oh, hell yeah. Let's yeah, go, Nathan.
1: Wait, so it passes Wait, the it. Miller High Life
3: test? No, no,
4: no, no. Because Miller, High, because, 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 because Miller High Life is the gatekeeper of A. I forgot. In order oh, to be it? better. No, yeah. it's
1: the gatekeeper for B, I'm pretty sure. But consider, is, would you call Miller High Life cans a chode? Would you?
4: I can't no. I know I can't I can't put it above Miller High Life I can't I can't bring myself to Is do it. Is it the
1: new gatekeeper for B?
4: No. No. For Nathan, not for you guys. It's 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 <laughs> the it's the tippity top of C. It's the All right, well,
1: top. I'm going to put in A tier. Um it's probably my like I I don't know, low A, high B. It might be my gatekeeper for A. I I enjoy drinking fosters. It's good. Got a lot of fond memories around this beer. It's cheap, it's pretty good. The cans had showed this is what Mao and dicks Diogenes dicks
2: look like.
1: Diogenes dicks look like. And I think that's pretty good.
4: A tier. Mike? Oh god. <laughs> Abby. Mm-hmm. I love you. But
3: Jesus Christ, this is awful.
1: I'm moving I, I up don't... to S tier just for that comment.
3: I think I think that like the the oh it's good for the price argument falls apart if it tastes like complete fucking ass and every time i take a sip of it it makes me fucking
1: dry heave i'm moving it up to ss tier just for that comment this is my favorite beer
3: i want to put i want to put this in like at least low d if not f
1: okay
0: and cas okay so while you guys have been talking i've just been doing some metrics here um, mm-hmm. This is just with Harris Teeter, so it could be different for other people. Because apparently, you guys bought this for two fifty. Um, but it
1: was two dollars last time I bought okay, it.
0: Yeah, so Harris Teeter listed as two dollars. That puts that puts Foster's at twelve point five ounces per dollar. Okay, which is better than both Budweiser and Miller High Life. Ooh. Miller High Life being fourteen point four ounces Mm. per dollar and wait a minute that's worse I can't do that (laughs) it's the worst I am suddenly going to reverse my opinion
1: (laughs) But here's here's the thing how much is a tall boy of those I feel like you have to compare it to a comparable can like how much is a tall boy
0: I'm comparing it per price per ounce okay which is probably better than comparing it to a tall boy because you're actually talking about worth
4: but go on. So where, so where is it on the through list?
0: Okay, so I would actually put this... Um, where where did we put Miller High Life? Did we decide that was it's like High B? the gatekeeper
4: of B. It's the gatekeeper, it's the gatekeeper of, B. of B.
0: I would put this above Miller High Life.
1: I think. Fuck yeah.
4: Really? Like really? right above
0: Miller High
1: Life. Why? I'm so excited for this beer drama.
3: I
0: think uh, that Miller High Life is fine, but it's kind of boring. And I think Foster's, it has a little bit more kick to it. Um, Really? Yeah, it's got that weedy, robust flavor, as I said before, whereas Miller High Life is like drinking, you know, watery beer, which is fine. It tastes pretty good, but I wouldn't probably choose it over Foster's. All right. And if I did, then I would put Foster's right below Miller High Life.
4: Um,
1: Also to point out, I'm kind of drunk uh, right now, you. which I think is pretty good. Yeah, stop interrupting
4: you. Elliot. This is already a fucking two-hour episode. Elliot's
1: it's got Elliot. a Two-hour episode, and plus, there's plenty we can cut out. Anyway...
2: That's what Elliot has to do, though. Yeah, that's... We... We have to cut out, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. Um... Yeah, so, my review is, this is going down the fucking sink. Um... Jesus. proves uh... Size isn't everything. Um, as soon as we're done recording, I'm getting off and I am going to the kitchen off. and I am getting it. Fuck you. Um, uh-huh. uh, and I'm getting an angry orchard and the, yeah. Do you still yeah. have angry orchard from last week? No, I, um, I drank the entire six pack last and week. And you got more? And then I got a 12 pack. And, I'm so um, proud of you. I am so proud of you right now.
1: I'm gonna go drink a different cider, but I would drink another Foster's if I had it.
4: I um, you can have mine if you want. To. I have another Foster's. Uh, I have the green uh,
2: Foster's. Let uh, Nathan talk.
4: <laughs> All right, so I cannot have this beat out Miller High Life on the tier list. I am drop. I'm I am dropping mine. It down to F tier. am no, I'm not dropping it down to F because that would be unfair. But I am going Whoa. to drop it to mid C.
2: I right, look hold on. Here's the um, here's wait, the I didn't thing. give I didn't give I did not give my Elliot tier list. I didn't give what, my what, Elliot. What's your Elliot tier list? Sorry. My um my Elliot tier letter is uh M for meh. Um which I think translate <laughs> into translates into like a, a D. All
1: right. All right. And and here's D. the thing. C tier is you would drink it, but you wouldn't go out to buy it. Would you buy a Foster's?
2: Absolutely not. And I also am not drinking it, so
4: Alright, well in that case, it's going to be mid-C, because I would drink it, I have Mm -hmm. drank it, I think it's it's okay, I agree that it's got a robust wheat flavor, but if I have to choose, if I like, you know, I'm at a fucking 7-Eleven, and I have to choose between the tall boy of Miller High Life, my boy, Mm -hmm. and Foster's, I'm choosing the Miller High Life every time. God, you've become a bougie bitch, I'm, fuck you. Oh well, actually, that's a lie. That's a lie. If I am at a Seven Eleven and I'm only concerned about quantity, I mean, because we're about to do another round of beers that we like, I'll tell you what I'm buying. I'm buying King Cobra.
1: Oh fuck Fuck yeah!
4: yeah. But that's for another week. I'm so ready to review forties. That's for another week.
0: My bladder is not ready for us to review forties.
4: Make
2: me buy a forty.
4: Okay. So, I think that we basically settle on high. C. High, C? high C I thought
2: we said mid.
4: mid C. C. I think it's mid C to high C depending on how high Abby pushes this and how low Mike pushes. I think so
3: me and Abby probably negate each other out because I'm at the bottom for this one and she's at the top. You're putting okay. it in an F. Yes, God, this tastes awful.
4: It was like maybe drinkable while okay, it was like cold, I'm stop- but now I'm, that I'm it is this, warm, That way I am we can like... stop this podcast right now. It's mid C. Okay, this stop. was Mal was a mensch, and we hope Thank that you learned something in this extra long episode, which might not end up being extra long, even if it wasn't what you wanted to learn. Reach
1: Chainsaw now- Man. Our DMs are open.
4: Our DMs are open. <laughs> He's gonna interact with us. Our DMs are open. I have to go pee.